There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 32 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean, Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episodes 6 and 7 of Hunters. Okay, so we don't have big news, but it seems that they've changed the time of this show, which is never a good sign. No, it's not. Usually if they change a day, keep the same time, it's to try to get more people, but they've changed it where it's no longer following 12 Monkeys. It's actually about two hours after. Right. Which I'm really surprised they're doing it that way because normally that's just, you know, end of times for a show. Yes. Because it's no longer considered prime time. Right. And the ratings have been, uh, shall we say, less than stellar for uh, this show. But I believe that they are going to finish out the season. That's why I I believe they at least changed the time so they can keep going with it. Right. I think so, too. And with these two episodes, we do get quite a bit of movement in the overall plot line of the story. Right. I was actually discussing this saying that I didn't feel like the show was bad. I felt like they were trying to give you a lot of information in a short amount of time, but not moving the story forward as quickly as it probably could have. And I think that's what's causing so many people to drop out of this in regards to watching. Yeah, I think so too. Because unfortunately, most people only give it maybe four to five episodes. Yes. And this is the episode, you know, episode six that we're going into first that is pushing it forward. And episode seven, even more so. Right. So, I don't know. I don't think we're going to have a season two of Hunters, but we're going to continue with season one. Episode yes. six, Bunker Soldier. The ETU discovers the name and suspected location of high-value target. Brother number four. <laughs> Dredging up old memories for Jackson. Flynn, Regan, and Briggs attempt a daring raid on a Turkish prison. So interesting, this episode. Yeah, because as soon as Jackson finds out that brother number four is somebody he supported in his earlier years. He is having a meltdown. Yeah. Right when we find that information out, because we're finally finding how anybody's gotten there. Right. And so brother number four is there. He falls to earth, whatever. He takes over a human body. And it's weird because it was showing several years he had had zero contact and he kept trying. Right. And he was going to commit suicide. Right. And of course, that last minute contact stopped it. And then everything you know happens from here. But when they were showing that, showing how Jackson was, you know, friends with him, thinking he was an ally to overthrow. Uh, who was it? The Czech government. I yeah. Think. Thinking he was just, a, you know, a rebel fighter. Right. Because of that, I thought that Jackson was somehow our inside man, that, but he didn't know it. Right. Exactly. And I was like, oh, my God, he's been the one the whole time? Right. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was a total shocker, especially because you see him look down and notice his tie clip, and he pulls it off, and it's got that coin that he gave him. Right. And you go, oh, has that been a, a, a bug the whole time? That's what I was thinking. Uh, so did I. And, I. and Jackson did, too, I think. See, I thought he was just upset, thinking that, you know, he was loyal to this, and it turns out that it's not, you know, what he thought it was. Right. But we got the guys, well, the team, not all guys, obviously. Flynn, Regan, and Briggs. You know, that one guy is still going to work my nerves. <laughs> he, is that Briggs? Yeah. Yeah. He's so sure that Regan is, you know, working against them the whole time. Right. <sighs> she's the mole. He's so annoying. I can't help it. He, he was just like, because everything that they did, he's like, no, I'm not going to believe her. No, I'm not going to believe this. No, I'm not. Right. Gonna. I'm still calling in. And and so I kept thinking maybe he's the mole. Mm-hmm. Because why not? The way he's acting. Yep. Uh, he was just obnoxious this episode. But they find out he's holed up, brother number four, that is, holed up in a prison in yes, Turkey. Turkey. And he's kind of taken it over, where we don't know if there's aliens in there or if he's just, you know, given enough stuff for the prisoners to kind of end the guards, because, you know, apparently he's bribing some. Right. If he's just giving enough stuff that they're going to simply follow him and mm-hmm. do what he needs, or if something else, yeah, and it could be they're all alien. So things are happening. I still don't know what's happening with Flynn because they're in the prison. You know, they do finally get into the prison, cause a distraction, and Flynn freezes when there's, like, these red lights going. Right. It tosses him back to his PTSD of his time in Afghanistan. Which I feel like they're never going to get to. And Yeah. You need to wrap that up. You need to tell us what the heck happened. Right. Because I swear, if they come back at the end of the season and say Flynn has been uh, one of the aliens this whole time, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I would be so ticked off if that comes yes. back. Yes, that would be uh, <clears throat> not a good thing. There was a lot of action, but like I said, the storyline was they they go to find, the team goes to find I don't know. Number four. Well, no, it was like the general or something. Well, yeah, the the head of the prison. Yeah. Okay. So they go to find him and things happen and then they get to the prison and this is happening. And then, you know, the next thing that happens, which they find there are other hunters there. Right. Flynn and Briggs because Reagan, Reagan gets separated. Right. Of course. And then brother number four grabs Reagan. Right. So I just feel like, okay, there's a lot of action, but that was a long time to tell that story. Right. Yes, it seemed like a a very excessive episode for as short as the story was. Yeah, semi-filler. Mm-hmm. Which, again, this is the reason that I I think they're going to lose people. Right. A lot of people. Because it just took so long to, to tell you what I just did, like, in no time. Right. I mean, granted, there was some fun stuff that happened. But most of it is Briggs being mad at Regan, Flynn listening to Regan and understanding her reasoning, Jackson being upset. Although I did like that we got the backstory, so we at least understood some more with the hunters. Right. And then you have Regan, who's conflicted. Brother number four grabs her, and he's like, I will explain everything. Come with me. Right. And you got Jackson with the a droid that's about to blow up the prison and with them inside. Right. And he calls it off. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they maybe, 
took yeah, too long it, to tell this story. Yeah, it, it was kind of like the Columbia episode. Yes. Where they were in Columbia. It just, it took a whole long time to tell the story that there just wasn't that much meat to it. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder, and like I said, I haven't found the Alien Hunter book yet. I was going right. to look. If this is kind of like The Hobbit, which is a really small book. Right. And they're trying to drag a I, whole lot out of it. Mm-hmm. It might be. Mm. So uh, at the end, they're talking about to Jackson. Wait, was it the end of this one? The beginning of the next one about Regan being taken. Right. It was the beginning of the next one. Oh, okay. Well, we're kind of going right into episode seven because right. episode six didn't have a whole lot of meat on that phone. Yeah. And episode seven, kissing the machine. Regan is held by the hunters who attempt to reprogram her. The ETU endeavors to locate their missing agent while simultaneously trying to determine if there is a mole in their ranks. So the beginning, like I was starting to say, but I had the wrong episode. <laughs> Briggs and Flynn are both telling their story about what happened and what they seen. And Briggs, really? He's like, oh, yeah, she was just sitting there talking to him, talking right, to brother yeah. number four as they flew Willingly away. went with her. Yeah. And then Flynn is like, I couldn't see that. I don't know if he had a gun on her. I just seen her in the helicopter. Copter, and right. he was right next to me. It's not like he's 10 feet tall and can see into that copter. Mm-hmm. So you had those conflicting reports. But I kind of feel like uh, they didn't want to really believe Flynn. Like, almost like he's compromised or something. Right. Because, oh, who is the the other person? Other than, huh? Finner. Finnerman. Okay, thank you. I'm like, what's the woman's name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kind of takes control because she's thinking that Jackson's Jackson is compromised. Right, because she's he should have blown up the uh, the prison. Prison, right? But I mean, is that even a hundred percent that they'd be able to kill kill the hunters? Not necessarily, but you would think. That, give yeah, it a if college it try. <laughs> prison that would have taken at least. The leader out. Yeah. So again, we're getting some backstory by having Regan captured. Right. Because they are trying to kill her, but we're getting Abby in this episode. Yes. And she's the one who's trying to explain what's going on. And even though brother number four, it was kind of confusing. It's like, are you torturing her? Are you trying to reprogram her? Are you trying to like get her to shed her skin, so to speak? Right. I was a little confused because it was all kind of happening, but I wasn't sure what what exactly was happening. That makes a whole lot of sense because of the he's nice to her, he's mean to her, he hits her, he's like you'll respect me. He talks to her in hunter language, which she doesn't really understand. And then Abby is like back and forth with, oh, you'll you'll learn to like it here. It's like okay, if that doesn't sound you know like Stockholm syndrome, right? And don't worry because these are your people and you'll understand it and nice to her and then kind of cold and and she's like how can you do this because you were flynn's wife and and you loved them and you had m and she's like i never loved anybody that's a human emotion you know she was really cold but then like you see her like she turns her head and then she's crying i'm like i'm confused what's happening are they supposed to be just completely cold and she's just doing what she needs to to survive at that point or is she was she truly believing everything brother number four was saying and Regan saying this to Abby was breaking down those walls at the same time Abby's trying to build Regan's walls right that's what I think it was (sighs) yeah because that's not confusing at all Uh, yeah exactly they kept putting her in putting Regan sorry in this bath yeah of silver hunter blood 
Yeah, um, does that mean that you've killed a bunch of hunters to fill out this backpack? (laughs) Did, like, nobody think about that? Did everybody donate? What is going on? Exactly. Where did all that come from? Yeah. All the hunters that have been killed in the past and their bodies uh, drained. That's weird. Yeah. But they're telling Regan that her parents are alive, but they're not really her parents. Right. And you were actually born in, like birthing pod or something i'm like what tell me they're not going to bring up this whole weird storyline now mm-hmm. and at one point regan you know is going underneath this hunter blood stuff and all of a sudden she's like get it off get it off and i thought she's talking about her skin right but she's not like trying to cut her skin off so is she trying to play the role at this point then too what do you think that is a really tough call to make because I didn't get a strong feeling one way or the other as to whether or not Regan was actually falling for the reprogramming or if she was staying strong enough to resist it. I'm guessing that's something we'll find out soon enough. I think so. But other weirdness happened with the hunter's portion. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, okay. (laughs) This is going to be weird to talk about. So apparently... Regan and Abby are supposed to be sisters, kind of, how they explained it. Right. And she's asking about sex and what happens as a hunter. And brother number four decides, oh, I'll let you see. And that was creeping me out because I thought, you know, he was going to try to help her through that. I'm glad that didn't happen. But she's just like, oh, Abby will take you. And it was very, very man who fell the earth-ish when they're, they're suddenly all having weird dancing sex right so, uh, yeah all i can think of was the man who fell to earth with david bowie exactly and then i'm like okay so you just had sex with your sister mm-hmm. all right we need to back up because this is weirding me out <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like oh everything's cool and then they're gonna go on a hunt which brings us back to the etu right because they're still searching for who might be the mole Right. They're getting clues, and I swear to God, this whole time this is happening, and it's leading to Briggs, I'm like, I knew it! He's right. such an idiot! I knew it! Yeah, because they, they find a phone chip that uh, shows that Briggs called McCarthy at least 14 times. Right. And, of course, he denies it adamantly. Well, I mean, was he going to be like, you caught me? Right. So... <sighs> But, but finally, he, Flynn figure realizes that Briggs isn't the mole, mm-hmm. but it's actually the computer tech Jules. Which I think I said that at one point. I can't Right. Remember. I think we both kind of thought that if there was an actual mole in ETU, it was probably Jules. Which I thought would be weird that, I mean, he didn't seem to be, I guess, the guy. But he does say... um when we're finding out some information that he's the mole, he leaves a video, which is him flipping everybody off. Right. But he leaves a video saying, you allowed a mother and a child to die. Right. You know, and who's who's the worst here, you, us or them, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it's like, okay, so maybe it was, he wasn't 100% on board, but maybe something was, he was being blackmailed, but then that was the final straw. But then this was going on for a while. So obviously, you know, there was a reason. He was doing this, but we never get that reason. Right. Because he's trying to get his ex, you know, extract, and that's not happening exactly. 
He keeps leaving messages, and I guess the guy he was waiting for wasn't the one that came. No, I don't think so. And this is where we get to the hunt. Yeah. He ends up in a forest, and he's knocked out. He has no glasses, which, you know, this guy has glasses. It's hard to see. Right. And the hunt begins, and he takes off running, but doesn't get very far at all. And then that's where we see Regan at the end, like she's going out there like she's supposed to hunt. And fast forward to the ETU finally ending up at the place where she was. Right. Not finding anybody inside, finding the mole outside in pieces. And then next thing we know, Jackson's getting a phone call. Yeah. And then this the episode, I almost said the season ends. The episode ends, Jackson pulling up to his house and Regan there in a blanket. Yeah, on his porch. And I'm like, wait. Yeah. So now has she officially been brainwashed enough where she's going to be the new mole? Are they going to watch her? They're going to have to watch her, actually, closer. Because no matter what she tells Jackson, I mean, do you think Finnegan is going to believe any of it? Not on your life. Yeah. So should be interesting where they go with the next uh, six episodes, I believe. Yep. All right. So I think that's everything. Yep. Yeah, I know we kind of rushed through this, but... I feel like they're just, it's a lot more visual that we're getting other than storyline. Right. So, hopefully. Action and, I mean, yes, it's nice to have some action, but it they're kind of overdoing it, which is dragging things out a little too much. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get a little more story in these last few and we'll see what happens. Yep. All right. So don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to check out everything over at www.fangirlzone.com. You have all of our contact information there. You can send us, you know, an email, a tweet, a message on Facebook, message on Google, however you want to get a hold of us. And Steve, you want to tell them where they can get a hold of you? You can find me in numerous places uh, over on goldenspiralmedia.com. I do Witness Prophecies, a Sleepy Hollow podcast. I'll be doing Frequency uh, coming up in the fall while Sleepy Hollow is delayed until spring. Uh, over on Southgate Media Group, I'm doing Felix's Helixes, a C-Word podcast. I also do another C-Word podcast called, another C-Word podcast called C-Word. <laughs> uh, another Orphan Black podcast called The C-Word Podcast with Terry and Corey. Uh, you can find me over on Hollow Nine. Uh, we're, the C-Word is getting their episodes uploaded there as well. Uh, you can find me doing Wayward Pines on Hollow Nine. I also do Sports Night. And we'll s- soon be doing another Doctor Who episode, maybe, of the Pod Doctors. You can find Steve and I all over the place, as you can tell. Yes. <laughs> so for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk number 32, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. And until next time. <laughs>